will be how many times unbeknowing to us did God protect us from ourselves? I don't know about you, but God detoured a lot of mess in my life. Hallelujah. That's why the songwriter said, if it had not been, been denotes past. If it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side, where would I be? Turn to Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33. Now, this is going to be me. So if you start gagging, somebody hit him in the back. This is, this is spiritual meat now. This is not the ABCs of the gospel. This is meat. Amen. Um, Exodus chapter 33. And I want to pick up verse, amen, uh, 8. I'm going to go back up to verse 8. And it came to pass when Moses went out unto the tabernacle, that all the people rose up and stood, every man at his tent door, and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass, as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose up and worshipped, every man in his tent door. And the Lord spoke unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again to the camp, but his, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. When God protects me from myself, Compassion, as we know it, is a multi-dimensional disclosing of love. What you may call compassion may be but a facet of what compassion really is. True compassion programs a service, promotes a sacrifice, purposes a submission, projects the forgiveness of another's sins, preempts being provoked by one's own sarcasm, and prepares a protection device in spite of that person's situation. Compassion is a pity, yeah, which is extended to people who are undeserving. It is an enlightenment, and it is an enablement to help people get motivated and started. Compassion is a one-way street. It's what I do for somebody else. Amen. It's not what they do for me. It's not this uh, culture and generation of selfie. Look, look up. Uh, the problem with these selfies, that true biblical compassion and love, you're not even in the picture. You ain't even in the, It ain't about you. It, it's not about you. Camera never turns around at you. I know that's hard to receive. In the name of Jesus. And, 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 and one of the things that um, we must understand is that some of us have damaged goods. All of us are damaged. But some of us have damaged goods to the, part, to the point that we, we cannot Amen. Under any circumstances, completely give 
and not receive. I got to have myself engineered into everything I do or else I don't want to do it. Getting quiet already. I got to have applause, appreciation, and attention coming back to me before I can, listen, give what another needs without me even coming into the equation. And that's what's wrong with our marriages. That's what's wrong with ministry. That's what's wrong in the pulpit. That's what's wrong in this culture that, uh, amen, we, we will work over time, but it's what we're looking to come back to us that disqualifies us in this area of giving agapeo, love and compassion to another. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. And, 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 and the fact of the matter is, and the reason we need something coming back is because we're damaged in our own perception of ourselves. We, we're, we're really damaged goods. We need somebody pushing us up so we feel good about ourselves. You know what? If you, if you are resting in Jesus Christ, if you, if you are risking the situation on God, as Dr. Cook often says, I don't need you pushing me up. I'm already up. I'm already, I'm, I'm accepted in the Beloved. Whether you say anything good about me or not, I know who I am in Christ. Can I get a witness? I, look, 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 look. When you start getting ugly and saying ugly things, I just close my eyes and say, you know what? I'm a royal priesthood. I'm, I'm a holy nation. I'm a, I'm a peculiar people. I, I was born twice, but I'm only going to die once. Can I get a witness? I'm born again. I'm blood washed. I'm blood bought. I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Lord, have mercy. I, 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 I got to know within myself that I can stand not needing others, listen, to, watch this now, to give me authenticity. Now, if you want to, every once in a while, a good job, thank you for what you do, that's, that's fine. But I ought not be looking for that every Sunday. I ought not be searching for somebody to give me a long line of reasons why, amen, that, you know, you know, I am what I am by what you have to say. No, that, that's not getting it. Jesus said, beware when all men speak well of you. Something, something's wrong with that picture. Something's wrong. Something, something, something's wrong. See, 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 this culture has, and, and, and let me throw this out about the culture. The culture doesn't deal with truth. Yeah. The culture tells you, well, we took a statistic and 80% of the people say there ain't nothing wrong with this. That's right. That's right. Forget 80% of the people. What does God say? Do I have a witness? Forget, forget the consensus they take. Forget the opinions they have. You better understand what the Bible says because the Bible is the authority. I don't see nothing wrong with this. I just think pastor being hard. Well, it's pastor preaching the word. I, first of all, I tell you to open up your Bibles every Sunday. You won't do it. You won't do it. If I came out of this pulpit with $1,000 bills and said, everybody got a Bible, I'm going to give them $1,000. I only give away about 5000 I ain't got no Bible. It's tight, but it's right. See, you got to understand, I am a soldier for the cross. Can I get a witness? I'm a warrior for my master. Amen? I'm a protector of truth. So I'm going to preach the truth whether you like it or not. I'm going to give you a word from heaven. I'm going to give you a reamer word that fits your situation. Do I have a witness? I'm not going to give you what you want to hear, what I want you to hear. I'm going to give you what thus saith the Lord God. Can I get away? And you ought to be thankful for that. 
you, you ought to be thankful that pastor's not leading you to some island to drink uh, 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 Kool-Aid. The pastor, yeah, 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 that pastor is not trying to get you caught up in a cult. You, you ought to be glad that you get the unadulterated word of God. When you look at John 13, now I want you to turn. Jesus, after supper had ended, and one of the things we said last Sunday was that chapter 13 to chapter 17, the high priestly prayer of Jesus, all happened in a matter of hours. Wasn't days, wasn't months. They eat, listen, they eat supper. Satan puts in the Judas to betray him. Judas leaves the supper. Jesus undresses and puts on a towel and washes the disciples' feet. Do I have a witness? And then after supper, Jesus said, let's go out of here. They go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And Jesus said, can you just hang in there one hour with me? And then we're caught up, Lord have mercy, on the way to the graveyard. He's encouraging them, John 16, that he's going to send a paraclete the Holy Spirit, on the way to the graveyard, he passes the temple where there is a vine on the door of the temple, and he says, look at the temple because I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser, and he that abides in me, Lord have mercy, can I get a witness? And he, he, he's, he's all, he's walking all his time. He gets to John chapter 17 in the garden of Gethsemane and he's praying the high priestly prayer. He prays for himself. He prays for disciples. He prays for the future church. Isn't that right? Soldiers come and get him, lock him up, take him from judgment hall to judgment hall. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Uh, uh, days pass, and when you stop Paul's Park and do a study, you'll find out that the Paschal Lamb had to be held over and examined before the Paschal Lamb was slain. Well, well, well what in the world does that have to do with? Well, Jesus had to be held over. Je Jesus had to be examined by Annas, the priest, high priest, and Pilate, the governor. Can I get a witness? He had to be, and he didn't open his mouth. He was dumb as a lamb. Hey, come, come on now. He didn't open his mouth, and they smacked him. They spit on him. They laughed at him. He never mumbled a single word, and then they let him out to Golgotha. Put him on the cross to die. It's at this supper, at this supper, at this supper, at this supper that Jesus, supper having ended, mm. he sovereignly takes off his robe of superiority. Yeah, some of us can't minister because we're too superior in our own minds. You don't want to get your hands dirty. Yeah. We used to be out there in Philly with street people, prostitutes, Drug, drug, drug infested people. Tell them about the love of God. Now, if you're too cute for that, then you stay in church on Sunday and do your thing. But that's not what God asked us to do. And you know what? Every time I reached out to somebody who was dirty, it was nothing more than the reflection that I was dirty. Can I get a witness? I'm preaching up in this place. Do I have a witness? Hmm. That child of God, every extension of our love, of our compassion, is nothing more than what God did for you. Mm -hmm. When we were on our way to hell, when we was messed up, when we was crooked up, when, come on now, when we live reckless lives, put a whole bunch of junk in our body, and do I have a witness up in the house, when we was going the wrong way, and at the wrong time, and in the wrong lane, don't you remember those times? You ain't got to say yeah. Yes, you do. And God was compassionate. Because he didn't deal with us according to our sins. Nor did he reward us according to our iniquities. The Bible says, but the Lord has been good. This is a preparatory course. You got to go through, amen, worldly 101 before you can get to sanctification 103. 
God's got to bring you from something before you understand you're going to something. And do I have a witness? And child, and, child, and child of God, child of God, child of God, Jesus takes off his superiority sovereignly, and Jesus submits and suffers and sacrifices and secures a fellowship for his disciples. And old Peter, 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 Peter always got something to say. Peter said, oh, you ain't washing my feet. The washing of the feet were symbolic of the fact that in the first century, everybody wore sandals and going through the hot sand, your feet got dusty and hot. And it was a courtesy when you went to somebody's house, they had a basin of cold water that your feet could be washed to refresh you. Yeah. And as we walk this dusty earth of sin, we too need to be washed every day as we confess that we are wrong and he is right. Do I have a witness? So Peter said, you ain't washing my feet. Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. Jesus said, uh, Peter said, well, give me a bath. You know, he was an extremist. Jesus said, you don't need a bath. You've already been saved. You don't lose your salvation. You just get dusty and you need fellowship of washing. Lord, have mercy. So Jesus, Jesus, Jesus washes their feet. And says, what I'm doing now, you don't know. But what I'm doing now, you will know in the future. Do you know we have an obligation in the body of Christ to symbolically wash each other's feet? Do you know we have an obligation to stay unified? Not click up? Not come in here with your party spirit, your political position, your, yeah, I'm preaching up in here. Got your little people out in the congregation you keep tapping into. God going to kill your butt. He, he says painstakingly, Ephesians 4, 3, painstakingly keep the unity. Endeavoring participle to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. This is not a club or a social. This is the body Building and bride of Christ. All right. Here in Exodus 33, is a very peculiar and powerful text surrounding oh, the presence of God. That, that would be the proposition through the next three chapters, the presence of God. And in fact, Moses had a personal request of God and a strange and strategic response from God and a proposal for protection and placement by God. Interesting that when we look at these Old Testament scriptures exegetically in their context, giving the correct theology First five books is the Pentateuch, written by Moses, Torah, from a Jewish perspective. And um, the book of Exodus is the exit, E-X-I-T, of Israel from Egypt in towards the promised land. Very, very interesting that um, when we look at these materials, we start... The, listen to this, they had revelation with no illumination in the Old Testament. Yeah. They had in the Old Testament, amen, a conjecture of Christ with no clarity of Christ. Amen. That's why Jesus said, search the scriptures, they speak of me. You, you, you. You, you guys received the law, but the law was conditional. A conditional covenant. That is, listen to this, when God gave them the law, God said, okay, do you guys agree to keep this law? They said, yes. It was conditional. It was a two-way bilateral. It was conditional. And uh, grace is unconditional. Everything in the New Testament is predicated on the cross of Christ. It's predicated on what he did, not on what we do. The Old Testament objective was to prove to you 
that you cannot get spiritual nor mature nor become a better person by keeping the law. The purpose of the law, according to Galatians, was to lead you frustrated to Christ, Jesus, who would then enable you, enlighten you, amen, to be all that God wanted you to be. That through the power of the Holy Spirit, I can keep the Ten Commandments. Can I get it? Through the power of the Holy Spirit, I can love my neighbor as myself. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Are y'all praying with me? Through, through, through the power of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come on now. Amen. Uh, uh, I, can, I can stay right in my life. And, 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 and so one of the things that we begin to see in Exodus chapter 33, and I'm going to make this quick, Moses is seen as a mediator. There was a horrific sin committed by Israel. What was the sin? Well, Moses took Joshua with him, his understudy, said, wait here, I'll be back. Moses went up to Sinai to get the commandments from God. That's when, you know, Moses got up there with God, and God was writing on the side of the hill with his finger, the Ten Commandments, and all you saw was lightnings and thunderings. Amen. And while Moses is up there, the children of Israel, amen, decided that they wanted Aaron, Moses' brother, to build a golden calf. Horrific sin that they would worship. Mm. My God, you think Aaron would know better. And Aaron did the same thing Adam did when, when, when Moses came down the mountain and said, what have you done? He said, the people made me do it. <laughs> Adam blamed Eve, we blame the people. My God. Mm. Pastor, why'd you cuss the people? <laughs> made me do it. Aren't we deep? I thought I threw that in there just for a little, just for a little humor. Now, one of the things that I studied out for this Lord have mercy sermon was this. What causes us as God's people to commit idolatry? It's when our unbelief is mixed, Lord have mercy, with an attitude that God is taking too long. Boy, I could preach on this one all day long. Because there's some times in my life I thought and I think God has just taken too long. Haven't you been praying about stuff and like prayer ain't coming back and prayer not being answered? Huh? But it's got to be mixed with unbelief. And then, watch this now, watch the sequence of events. When my unbelief, because I really never believed God, is mixed with the fact that God has taken too long, it leads me to idolatry. I start worshiping myself. I start worshiping my job, my degrees, my money, my future. Lord, have mercy. Come out on Wednesday. We were differentiating the wisdom of God versus the wisdom of uh, man, the world. The wisdom of God had alliteration of C's, the cross, being chosen, being channeled. I had all these C's, being crucified in Christ, all these C's. The wisdom of the world are my feelings. My finances, yeah, my future. It's when I'm going to build what I want by myself. Lord, have mercy. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. Isn't that right? Hang, hang in there with me. Pastor's pastor going to try to simplify this sermon, but child of God, here's what I found out. Once I stopped believing God, no, look, unbelief mixed with God taking too long, I start looking at another object of worship uh-huh. Guess what follows idolatry is called immorality. Now, I'm pausing purposely. Romans 1 says, 
He's talking to unbelieving Gentiles. And then he says, as they did not like to retain God in their minds, God gave them up to a reprobate mind. To do those things that are, oh, this thing is deep. You weren't born like that. Somebody need to preach it. Oh, oh, listen. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. We, we can have characteristics that God's got to work on. When I was a little boy, little boy, I played with doll babies. Not in my house. No, not old Lord. I played with doll babies because the little girl was trying to get next to had doll babies. So, 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 so I played house. How many of y'all played house? I, I played house to get into the house. Somebody know what I'm talking about. I played house. This thing is tight. I don't play with doll babies today. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Help me, Holy Ghost. And, and Raymond, you're going to be the dad, and I'll be the mommy, and this one will be the child. <laughs> oh, this stuff is tight. This stuff is tight. Mm. My God. Check it out. Moses is a mediator in chapter 32. Because here's what God said. After they start worshiping this this this. This, this calf, this golden calf, Moses comes down from the mountain, throws the commandments, God opens up the earth, kills 23,000 of them, and then God tells Moses, move out the way. I'm going to destroy all of them. They'll never again see the promised land. Moses said, wait a minute, God. Let me act as mediator. Mediator always got to do with the history, the historicity. Amen. He, he says, based on your person, your prestige, and your promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you can't kill all these folk. Moses said, listen, listen to what Moses says. Moses says, take me, kill me. That's a mediator, Doc. You know what a real mediator is when they want to put their life on the line? Like Jesus. Can I get a witness? Mediation, mediation in chapter 32. Are you with me? When we get to chapter 33, he's not a mediator. He's an intercessor. Mm. And, and, and I want you to see these transitions because if you're going to be compassionate to others, you need to mediate. You need to give them help. You need, to you need to be an intercessor. You need to help bring prayer and healing. Do I have a witness? Yeah. So in chapter, this is meat now, chapter 33. Chapter 33 is our text. First, we see a guarantee of his guidance, his presence, a compassion to help. A compassion to help. Won't God make us look in the mirror and see our past? Amen. Yes, sir. All the time. Yes, sir. I called my daughter last night and I said, uh, how you doing, babe? Fine, Daddy. I said, where are you? She said, I'm in Connecticut. I said, what? I ain't sending you to school in Connecticut. What are you doing up there? I, me and my girlfriend went to her house. I said, get back to New York. <laughs> now. Just, just like I'm in the car. Now. <laughs> right now. I was getting angry. I was raising my voice. She said, she said Dad, Dad. I said, all right. Text me when you get back. She texted me last night. I'm back there. I said, all right. So while I hung the phone up, the Lord said, 
How many dark spots, how many dark trips did you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, wait a minute, her trip ain't even dark. How many dark trips did you have? I'm preaching up in this place. Where you went into a den of devils and thieves. Do you know I've come to the realization that I should have been dead a long time ago? If it had not, can I preach to you this morning? If it had not been for the Lord, do, do, do you know how many times in your past God was your GPS and you didn't even know he was in the neighborhood? Do, do you know? Lord have mercy. What you call luck was grace? Do you know how you got out of trouble? It's because he snatched you out? Do you know that when he protected you, that you didn't know it was him protecting you? That he had to protect you from yourself. That's why David said, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endure forever and let the redeemed Lord have mercy let the redeemed of the Lord say so and sometimes God will catalog those things he'll pull up your past and say remember this that was me remember this that was me remember this that was me now praise my name give me some worship because I was with you before you got saved. I was with you. I walked through the fire, through the flood. Can I get a witness? Bless his name. Now that you're saved, you want to try to get cute with somebody else. Don't forget from which you came. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Here, 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 here. Here, the guarantee of his guidance, his guidance, his guidance. And when you get to chapter 3, he moves from being a mediator to an intercessor. And look what he does in verse 1. He says, lead these folk because they are, verse 4 to 6, a stiff-necked people. Now, let me talk about being stiff-necked. Look, look up. Remember Ed Sullivan? Mm, mm, mm. Who's that little round man had no neck? Alpha Hitchcock, remember him? You, you, know, you know, see, a stiff-necked people are people that are incapable of turning their heads. They're locked in. I'm preaching up in this place now. They're locked in, man. Amen. He said, he said this is a stiff-necked people, real quick. And, and, and God says, now, 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 I want you to pitch your tabernacle. Real quick, there's two different Hebrew words, ohil, Oh, um, yeah, Ohel and, and Mechacon, that is, one is the tabernacle that God told Moses to build. That's not it. He's talking about a smaller tent. Take your smaller tent, take it out of the camp of the people because I'm upset with them. Pitch it outside the camp, and I want to see you face to face. Look at verse 8. Come on now, stay with me. And it came to pass when Moses went out unto the tabernacle that all the people rose up, stood every man in his own tent, and Moses went to the tabernacle, and it came to pass as Moses entered the tabernacle that a cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the door, and, and the Lord talked with Moses. And when all the people saw it, amen, the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose up and worshiped every man in his own door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a friend. Understand what's happening. The emphasis is on the presence of God. He's telling the people, uh, uh, even, even though it seemed like they were in fellowship, they weren't. He says, you people are stiff-necked, 
and Moses started to intercede. He has already mediated. He's now interceding for the nation. Are you with me? Look at verse 13. Now, therefore, I pray thee, if I have found, amen, grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee. So Moses is conversing with God, and, and, and what he's saying is that, amen, uh, back up in, in, verse, in verse 11, real quick, Moses face-to-face -face, uh, with God, amen, as a friend is to a friend, Amen. And, 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 and Moses, amen, knows that God is upset with his people for their horrific sin. He has already mediated. Now he is interceding, interceding, interceding on behalf of another. Here's what he's doing. God, in spite of them, we need your guarantee of guidance they're messed up I'm, I'm going to mediate for these people but secondly I'm going to intercede you're going to have to intercede for your kids you're going to have to get on your knees on the authority of the word of God and plead their cause plead their case do I have a witness you got to intercede for your marriage. You got to intercede for your ministry. You got to intercede for another's mindset. In intercession means I'm not on my knees about myself. I'm on my knees about another individual. Do I have a witness up in the house? Amen. So you should not have any personal requests as you intercede. This ought to be all about you praying for somebody else. That's called compassion. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, and so uh, uh, through this flow, chapter 32, he's the mediator. Chapter 33, he's the intercessor. Chapter 34, he's a worshiper. And just based on the, the goodness, the mercy, and the grace of God, Moses worships God. Thank you for your greatness, your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. That's why the songwriter said, somebody prayed for me had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me, and I'm so glad they prayed. You ought to be on your knees calling your children's names out one at a time. Not, Lord, bless my house. Can I get a witness? You ought to, you ought to be interceding for your husband, your wife. You, you, come on now, you ought to bring them to the altar. Can I get a witness? You ought to pour out your concerns on that altar. Lord, I want you to help my husband. I want you to make him the man of God you want him to be. Lord, I want you, you got to call things that be not as though it already was. You got to pray as if, you, listen, you got to pray for your children from, listen, from their down sittings to their uprisings. You got, you got to constantly be calling out their names and thanking God. Lord, uh, 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 Lord, Lord, Lord it, it looks like that they forgot you. It looks like they're not coming to church no more. It looks like they're not praying and not reading the Bible. But God, I know you're able, and on the authority of your word, I choose to lift them up. Do I have a witness? Uh, uh, James says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Your child need a job? Pray the job. Pray for the job. Your child got turmoil on their marriage? Pray that God would bring peace. Uh, uh, can I get a witness? Your husband and wife is sick? Pray for their health. I dare you to commit it to prayer. I dare you to, to act like God would even listen to you because he hears the cries of his people. Can I get a witness? And he will help you as you bombard his throne of grace. And it's not like the Old Testament where you got to wait till God summons the high priests. And my Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace. Come while you're driving. Come while you're working. Come while you're sleeping. Come while you're watching TV. Come while you're walking. Come on in. Come on in and start praying. You, 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 you got to have a prayer life. You, 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 you got to set aside all your stuff. 
Can I get a witness? You got to confess your sins and you got to bombard the throne of grace. Do I have a witness? We, we, we are not a praying generation. We, we are not a committed generation. Do I have a witness? We, we sit back and hope that God will do something. No, you, your prayers ought to move God. And Lord, I'm not going to stop praying until I see something. I'm, 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 I'm not going I'm, I'm to stop praying until I see some change. I'm going to keep on praying. Elijah said to himself, do you see a cloud? I don't see no cloud. I'm going to keep on praying. Do you see something? I don't see nothing. I'm going to keep on praying. Do you see something? I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. That's it. I'm going to keep on praying. And when you keep on praying, God's going to make something happen. You got to, you got to, you got to pray for help. You got to pray the hell out of folk. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. Folk are full of hell. Pray the hell out of them. Lord, here's one of our members. Her name is Susie Lou. She's full of hell. But God, I know you're able. I know you've got power. My Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. So God guarantees us his guidance, but secondly, God gives us a gift of grace. See, all this stuff is by grace. All we deserving of is hell. That's all we deserve. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Let me get out of your way. So Moses, amen, now Moses is about to mess up. And in verse 17, the Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing also as thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace. See, when you find grace in the sight, love you don't deserve, and I know thee by name. Mm-hmm. And he said, I beseech thee, here it is, God, now show me your glory. God says, now wait a minute now, you're going a little too far now. I, I'm trying to help you. Yeah, but you need some healing. Because no man can see my face and live. Do I have a witness? The word for glory is Shabbat, which means weight or substance. And what God is saying to Moses, you can't see my glory. The answer to your request is no. I cannot do for you what is against my purposes. I'm going to come back to that. You can't see my glory, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll show you my goodness. Because my goodness and my glory are linked. Do I have a witness? I'll, I'll, I'll show you my goodness, and when you see my goodness and you, you, you're receiving my grace, then ultimately you'll, you'll see my glory. Uh, can I get a witness? And see, and, see, and see, this text is the original text. I got to hurry up out from Romans 9, 14. When God was speaking about the past Jew, chapter 9 of Romans, the past Jew, chapter 10 is the present Jew, chapter 11 is the future Jew. They're not parenthetical. They're in line with the glory of God from chapter 8. Can I get a witness? Now, listen to this. What's going on in chapter 9, God says, and this is the text it originally comes from, it is quoted, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will show mercy to whom I will show mercy. This is God's sovereign election. Amen. And there's a hypothetical question in Romans 9, and that is, is God, listen, inconsistent with fairness in electing people? 
that's, that's one of the theological questions. Now, here's what God said about the twins. Jacob I loved, Esau I hated, while they were still in their mother's womb. Before they came out, neither one did good or evil. Now, this is me. This is me. So, I'm not going to hell on the basis of me being bad. I'm not going to heaven on the basis of me being good. Y'all ain't getting this. It's God who elects. Can I get a witness? And, and, and see, a whole lot of people got problems with this doctrine. It's a doctrine of grace. And God, God, God is saving that sovereign election is not in, in, inconsistent with his attributes because he alone determines, uh-oh, he alone determines, amen, who is elected, who is helped, and who is hardened. Uh-oh. No, we can't take that one. And he goes right into another illustration. Look what he says. I am the potter. You are the clay. I make, shape, break, remake as I choose. Can I get a witness? There's nothing in Raymond Gordon worthy of me saving him. There's nothing in you worthy of me saving you. Well, Lord, <laughs> I don't, the songwriter said, I don't know why Jesus loves me. I don't know why he cares. I don't know why he sacrificed his life, but oh, I'm so glad he did. God, God, God didn't have to choose you. God didn't have to select you. You want the people, you listen, you want the college with people that are in hell right now. You grew up with people that's in hell right now. You partied with people that's in hell right now. I'm preaching up in this place now. Can I get a witness? You know why you are here and they are not? Because of God's sovereignty. He did what he felt like doing when he felt like doing it. Amen. Can I get a witness? At the time he chose to do it. And as long as I keep that in mind, I don't start tilting my pinball machine when I think I'm living right. You're not getting blessed because you're living right. Can I get a witness? You're not, come on now, your prayers are not being delayed because you're living wrong. God is sovereign. Mm. My God. What a God. Mediator, intercessor. God is sovereign. He's sovereign, I tell you. He's sovereign. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all, excuse me. When I, when I go back in my life, thank you, Jesus. God is sovereign. Isn't he sovereign? He made up his mind that in spite of all my mess, he was going to save my soul. He made up his mind, hallelujah, that in spite of all my involvement, I, I should have AIDS this morning. I know y'all can't admit that because your husband's sitting next to you, but I, I should have had AIDS this morning. Can I get a witness? I should have been dead this morning. Huh? Been, listen, been shot at. I should be dead this morning. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah, one girl talking about rooting me. Should have been dead this morning. But my God is, is an awesome God. That, that's why we praise him. Because in my ignorance, I was living an ignorant life. But God opened my eyes. Awesome. Then he opened his eyes, then, then, then he opened, unclog your ears, and then he put you on the street called straight. Can I get a witness? Anywhere to be praised. I get sick of these churches today, and I want the pastors to hear. All you about is prosperity and healing. Have y'all going to hell? Keep coming up with these new little catchy rhymes and reasons. Just preach the word. Just preach the word. I don't need a new word. I need an old word wrapped up in a new package. Can I get a witness? I, I, I don't need you to, to, to woo me 
with, with your mess. Can I get I, I don't need it. Just tell me what thus saith the Lord. Can I get it with? Let's talk about Jesus. Do I have a witness? He's worthy. Isn't he worthy? Any willing, any, any, any all wise, and any able? Can I get a witness? Didn't God do for us when we couldn't do for ourselves? Didn't He guide us? Didn't He help us? Didn't He heal us? Do I have a witness? That's compassion. Compassion is when somebody can't do for themselves. You come alongside and say, put it on my bill. Do it. I'm doing it for them. Can I get a witness? I'm coming in for a land. And finally, we see a glimpse of his glory, his covering, his covering, his covering. Compassion is not only helping and healing. Compassion is hiding. We got to hide each other. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. I, t I told you last week, and I'll say it again. I, I was faced with a temptation right on the spot. And the Lord said, what does James say? Now, now the Lord is bringing back scripture, not, not, not emotion, not feelings. Because my feeling in my flesh was I wanted to do this thing. God said, what does James say? Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. And he will flee. See, on the spot, I needed the devil to get out of town. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? In the name of Jesus. And, 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 and see, the devil, the devil is super intelligent. His reasoning is right up your He knows what he's, he's real. I'm going to deal with him momentarily in this series because he's something else. He knows just how dumb we are. He's going to give you what you've been yearning for. You want attention? I got attention for you. You want more prestige? I got prestige for you. You want more money? I, I, I got an idea about money too. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. You, you got to understand. Most, most people that are in jail, all of them got the same testimony. I'm innocent. <laughs> I ain't do nothing. That's the way church folk are. That's just the way church folk are. In the name of Jesus. Man, why are you doing five to ten? I don't know, man. I, somebody lied on me, man. Somebody, well, they caught you with a pistol in your hand. Oh, oh, that, that wasn't me, man. That wasn't me. I, I don't know what you would do. This thing is tight. You know what God honors when you bow your head and say, Lord, it's me. Standing in the need of prayer. Check out the hiding place. Here we go. <laughs> what he says. Uh, Moses says, uh, verse 18, he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Now, he's talking about Shekinah. He's talking about that glory that is so bright that planets would come apart if it's ever in its fullness. Are y'all getting this? And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. He said, Moses, I can't show you my glory. But this is what I'm going to do, Moses. I'm going, and we, and we need to understand who Jesus is, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting sick of that argument too, that Jesus is God's son and the son of God. John 1, 18, on turn, the only begotten son, Jesus, who's in the bosom of the Father, hath declared him. And, 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 and I want you to hear this, but, but the reality is, he, he, he says, I can't show you my glory but here's what I'm going to do, verse 21 23, and 23, and, and the Lord said, behold, there is a place by me. <laughs> Pay attention ah, to the preposition. By, there is uh -huh. a place by me. And the by denotes my right hand. This thing is tight. And thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it will come to pass while my glory passeth that I will place you in the cleft of the rock. The word cleft in the Hebrew means cross. I'm going to put you in the cross. And when you get in the cross, 
nothing can hurt you. When you get in the cross, you can see my glory. When you get in the cross, you're going to walk away fulfilled. I will cover you with my hand while I pass by, and I will make my hind parts, uh, yeah, 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 my caboose, my train, my, my transformation, yeah, my transfer, my trail of my glory, like an exhaust fume come out. Lord, have mercy. The rock is Jesus. Do I have a witness? And God's glory was later seen in Matthew 17 on Mount Transfiguration. This is why Moses couldn't see his face. Do I have a witness? Because uh, some thousands of years passed and God called Moses back from the dead. God called Elijah back from the dead. And God gave them a summit meeting on Mount Transfiguration. And Jesus left nine disciples at the bottom of the mountain and took three up with him. And when he got there, the Bible says he was transfigured. It means his form changed. He started lightening up with glory. And here go Peter again. He don't know what to say. Let us make three booths so we can worship. God came in the clouds and said, boy, shut up. You don't compare two backsliders with my son. And, and when God said that, Moses and Elijah disappeared. And only Jesus was standing. And Jesus in all of his glory, he, he zipped back up the glory so Peter and James and John wouldn't get afraid. And then he said, uh, fear not. We're going back down the mountain. Can I get a witness? They had a glimpse of his glory. Can I get a witness? And I'm so glad as we close that God has been faithful to protect me from myself, that I wanted to do things that God wouldn't allow me to do. I wanted to go places God wouldn't allow me to go. I wanted to be with people God wouldn't allow me to be with. God was my GPS. God determined beforehand, no, I'm going to detour you this way. I'm going to let all hell break out in your life to keep you from going that way. I'm going to be a traffic cop for your life. Can I get a witness? I'm going to woo you by my spirit. I'm going to frustrate your prayer life so that you are in my direct will. Can I get a witness? That's why the book of Psalms talks about the protective devices of God. He calls God's protection a shield. In God a shield? He's a rock. He's a shepherd. He's a refuge. He's a fortress. He's a deliverer. He's a healer. He's a redeemer. It's his pity that places us. It promotes us. It empowers us. Can I get a witness? So this is a meaty sermon. Huh? But child of God, when you show compassion on somebody else, you got to become a mediator. You got to become an intercessor. You got to become a worshiper. You got to believe that God is willing and that God is able. Do I have a witness? You got to know that you know that you know that you know. Like the choir said, you got to preach to yourself. You got to sing to yourself. You got to quote to yourself. You got to have confidence in yourself that my God is an awesome God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the mountains. Thank you for the valleys. Thank you for the storms. You brought me through. If I never had a problem, I'd never know he could solve them. That's what grace, faith in God would surely do. Through it all. Through it all. You haven't been making all the decisions on your life. God broke in. He guides a help. He graces a healing. Yeah. He creates a cleft. He hides us in him. Can I get a witness? Thank God for the hiding place. Thank God for the hiding place. Thank God for the hiding place.
Thank God for the hiding place. Let's stand on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning and you need to be saved, born again, blood washed, be honest with God. God will be honest with you. He died for your sins on Calvary's cross. He was crucified, buried, and he rose with all power in his hands. You need Jesus to come into your life and save you. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. If you want to join the church in your Christian experience, raise your hand. We'd love to have you. Just put your hand in there. I see your hands. Come on up. Look at Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Come on up. Oh, Lord. I love you, baby. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Come on, baby. Come on. I saw some more hands. Come on. Stand right up here, baby. Come on. In the name of Jesus. Balcony, come on down. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Listen to me. This church is not about gimmicks. No. We're not about gimmicks. We're about the Word of God. Can I get a witness? You want gimmicks? Go somewhere else. We're about the Word of God. For the Word of God is sharpening into a sword. The Word of God will bring freedom. Is there another? If you don't have a church home, raise your hand. Just raise your hand if you don't have a church home. Be honest. You don't have a church I see your hands. Could we invite you to come on, brother? Join our church. We love you. Yes, Lord. Best church. We invite you to come on. Come on, brother. Come on. Come on. Step out. Step out. Step out. Praise Jesus. Come on. Step out. Step out. I'm coming to you, boy. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. Come on. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? Praise Jesus. Oh, Lord. Come on. Hey, brother. Love you, boy. Come on, darling. Come on. Stand up. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Praise Jesus. Can y'all move down? Move down? Move down. Is there another? Come on. Is there another? Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. He mighty good. Mighty, 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 mighty good. Mighty good. We're not perfect, but we are forgiven. Bless the Lord. Listen to me. Meaty sermon. Mediator. Intercessor. Worshipper. We got to learn. God protects us from ourselves. If God gave you your way, all the days of your life, you would be destroyed. We don't know what to choose. We don't know what's best for us. Can I get a witness? But God steps in. Bless his name. Is there another balcony downstairs? Is there another? Now, Wednesday call, please come out. We're heavy in the book of 1 Corinthians. Saturday, all leaders, all ministry people, all ministry leaders, please be here at 745, taking ID cards. The whole congregation will get ID cards, but Saturday's uh, leaders, and then you'll fill out the email cards and whatnot. We'll have breakfast, let you out of here. Pastor loves you. Thank God for you. What a church. Let me say this. Nationally, we are seen as one of the leading churches in the country. You need to know that. You need to know that. Praise God. Amen. Can you praise Jesus. Follow follow him please. Those that thank you my brother. Thank you sister. Those that need to thank you my brother. Love you man. Thanks for Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Now the last thing, if you want to be blessed, don't leave before the benediction. Down unto him. Let's look to the Lord. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. Thank you for our illustrious choir. Thank you for these great, this great congregation. Teach us lessons from this Old Testament.
that your compassion has a lot to do with your guidance, your goodness and grace, and God, you giving us a cleft to hide in. Thank you for the cleft of Jesus. Hide us, Lord, from the storms of life and bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now go forth and be compassionate with somebody. We love you.